flows, you can ebb and I can flow, and we'll take it slow, and grow as we Hi everyone, and welcome back to Sin Second Grade. I'm Madeline. Oh wait, I messed it up. It's fine. It's, either way, hi everyone. It's Madeline and Katie, and welcome back to Sin Second Grade. There we go. Hi. I we to... decided to start you off with some mood uh... music today. What is going on, Madeline? You making weird noises? Yeah. I almost said, how are y'all? And I just go, and I was like, no, don't do that again. And so I said, hi. Whatever. Yeah, okay. It's fine. Um, yeah, we continue. <laughs> so today we're sponsored by Ben Platt. <laughs> Grow yeah. as we go. Grow as we go. Yeah, we have sponsors now, for sure. That's Yep, definitely yeah. a celebrity yep. is sponsoring. Mm-hmm. Um, but we the decided- reason, yeah. oh, you go, you <laughs> no, tell them. No. Oh, no, you sorry. I don't okay, I mean, the reason, I hear the start, so mix it up. The reason oh we're getting we're getting mixy today. I don't know what that we're getting mixy. Spicy. So the reason we decided to start with that song is today we're gonna be talking about our extensive knowledge of growing up and like what we think that means and one of the things we're gonna talk about is like like pop culture and our preferences with certain things um as we grew up and one of them is music. So this is a good growing up song, according to Madeline. <laughs> I think it is. I mean, it's not written for that purpose, but I think it can apply. And I'm, I'm a fan. Um, so since we started with music, do you want to maybe start with our favorite growing up songs? Sure. Okay. So I had two come to mind. Well, no, I had one come to mind initially <laughs> with Madeline. I offered this question, which was offered. When I Grow Up by the Pussycat Dolls. But that is not my growing up song. <laughs> that um I think is super meaningful or anything but it is it, it goes hard not gonna lie um <laughs> but the two I thought of that I really liked are here's to never growing up by Avril Lavigne I just think that is such a jam <laughs> anyway <laughs> and the more serious side um I really like the song Castle on a Hill by Ed Sheeran and I've been really into Ed Sheeran lately I don't know why I just I appreciate his music more now so yeah um, okay, so obviously, like we said, my one of my favorite songs of all time and one of my favorite growing up songs, or that can be applied to growing up, is Grow As We Go by Ben Platt. And I just really like it because it, you know, it just puts me in my feels. I don't know. Um, and then my two other ones are Don't Ever Let Your Children Grow Up by Maddie Poppy. And she's, she like one American Idol, I think. Um, so you probably don't know her song, but you should look it up because I think it's really good. It's talking about, like, <laughs> the 20th century and, like, how we wouldn't have expected to, like, be where we are when we were grown up, you know? It's kind of talking about, like, the negative things, but it's also inspirational. I don't know. I'm a fan. And then Never Grow Up by Taylor Swift. I – it's sad, but it's good. And That song want... got me in my feels when I was a child. Yeah. I'd want... cry with me. Get a good song. cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so those are our main growing up songs, if you want to look those up. Um, Maybe we'll, like, list them in the description or something. Okay, and then we also wanted to talk a little bit about our favorite, like, the 
what was the word that I TV shows? Okay, well, yeah, I was gonna say like, yeah, never mind. I was gonna say pop culture, but more specifically, TV shows, um, in different phases of our lives. So we decided to split up our lives into four phases, I think. Um, so we've got younger part one, younger part two, middle school mm-hmm. slash intermediate, and advanced slash high school. Those are our phases of life, and we're gonna say like what TV shows kind of went with each phase and like the transition between them just like our favorite shows and recommendations now so do you want to yeah. start with younger I was yeah I was gonna say um we wanted to do this because like we know we've all been in quarantine for a long time and people are looking for suggestions everywhere so we yeah. thought we'd hope we'd give you some um okay so for me for younger part one <laughs> like the youngest generation of my life was definitely mm-hmm. filled with like a lot of scooby-doo because why not? Mm-hmm. A lot of Barbie. I watched Barbie and the 12 Dancing Princesses like every day, 24-7. 24-7, no school, just Barbie. 365 days a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 365 days a week. That's true. Um, Metaphors. <laughs> but no, not 365 days a week. Uh, so I watched Barbie a lot. Also, actually, before uh, that's one of my recommendations for something you should watch. Me and my family Barbie? just watched The Scoop. No, no, I mean oh. yes, Barbie, obviously. <laughs> like, but, oh. <laughs> uh, me and my family just watched the movie Scoob, and it was very nostalgic. So I definitely recommend that if you like Scooby Doo as a child, yes, as I did. And then I think that was it for like my. I mean, it wasn't it. I also watched a lot of PBS, PBS, blah, 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 PBS, like Caillou. I know. Mm-hmm that people hate Caillou, but loved loved that show when I was a child. Couldn't tell you why. Yeah, if you want to look up some entertainment, look up Caillou rants, because they're really funny. Um, okay, so my... Wait, sorry, did you get all through all of yours? Yes, okay. I, that, that's pretty much what's my list. Yeah, my younger part one, I just wrote one. Mine are, like, kind of the same as yours, but The Wiggles was a big one for me. I was... Diehard fan of the Wiggles as a child, and I watched it so much. I don't recall this, but I've been told this. And um, my dad actually named his like rec basketball team when I was younger um, the Wiggles because of That's how nice. much of a fan I was of it. So yeah, I think he just couldn't come up with the name or something. Cause that's the only explanation there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've but... never seen the Wiggles, so you yes, cause... are probably disappointed in me. You're a fake snake. But oh, <laughs> okay. All right. So for younger part two, I definitely say that was like the Disney Channel age, like mm-hmm. for sure. Like all the classic shows. Like I was really big into like Sweet, Sweet Life on Deck, Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place, stuff like that. And then also we cannot go this episode without saying how much we loved the show H two O, yes. the mermaid show. We were obsessed. We thought we were them. We thought we mm-hmm. were mermaids. Like, it was our life, their aspiration. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, we used to play um, H2O at the pool and the steps, like, going into the pool. You make an island. We'd have our, like, tails. Like, you have to keep your legs together when you swim, which is very difficult, by the way. So, we probably got workouts there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had – oh, we also got, like, dolphin necklaces at one point to be, like, our oh, like, yeah. Because they had, like, lockets in the show, so it's kind of, like, our, like, cool, like, mermaid thing, you know, to have our dolphin necklaces. Uh, yeah, okay, and then to add to that list, 
just like Wizards of Waverly Place also was a good one that I watched a lot. Um, and then Wizards of Waverly Place and Hannah Montana, when I like got to like, I'm not sure what grade it was, but definitely like older elementary school, me was allowed to watch those things. And at one point I was not allowed to watch those because I had been. And then my mom was like, I don't like how they talk to their parents. Like they're giving you attitude or they're going to give you an attitude, something like that. So I wasn't allowed to watch those for a sec. So when I was able to, I was like, wow, I'm so like old and mature. <laughs> Disney Channel. Know, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then intermediate slash middle school. Um, I blocked that part out of my brain, apparently, because I have no mm-hmm. recollection of what I watched during middle school. But Saved by the Bell is one that I started watching after you. And that was a good one. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> Um, if you hear talking in the background, that's my wonderful family. So just to let you know. Um, but in middle school, I watched a lot of like typical like teen shows. I think, and that was a that was a big deal to me because I watched my siblings watch those, and then like I got to watch them. And I was like, I'm so old now. Oh my gosh. Um, I wasn't that old though. Um, <laughs> but those shows were like Pretty Little Liars, The Fosters. Keep your life with the American teenager. Like, I, honestly, I feel like I'd still enjoy those shows if I went back and watched them. Like, they're pretty dramatic, pretty pretty entertaining. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, y'all, this is a recommendation. Watch that '70s show. I think I watched that in middle school. Maybe it was high school, early high school. But definitely watch it. It's incredible. I think it's better than like Friends. Way better than Office. I mean, you have some weird opinions, but that '70s show is very good. Um. Yeah, and I, we were talking about how, earlier, about how, like, I didn't really watch, like, the teen shows in middle school, because I was not allowed to watch a lot of stuff, so <laughs> I kind of started watching those in high school, but I'm also not into, like, super dramatic stuff, so I haven't watched a ton, but, yeah, okay. Then advanced slash high school, do you want to go first for those? Yeah, um, I'd say definitely quarantine was when I kind of just gave up, like, I, like, quarantine watched so- literally watch anything I think I just I ran out of shows that I was like oh my parents would be okay with me watching this and then also mm-hmm. I watched Game of Thrones with my with my dad and my brother and that show's pretty risque so the fact that I was able to watch that with my family and it was like fine I was like okay I can I can watch anything I think we're good maybe not anything <laughs> but yeah and yeah, um, that was a really good show I definitely recommend that um I watched the show Big Little Lies and it was really good Nicole Kidman was my hero in that show. Um, I love her. She's my new acting icon. Um, I also really liked... What else have I watched? I don't know what I've watched. I think those are kind of the only ones that I like thoroughly enjoyed. Oh, other than we were talking about earlier, Never Have I Ever. Mm, yes, Never Have that I Ever. That show was so good. Just yeah. Good. Highly recommend. So those would definitely be my recommendations. Yeah. Okay, so I've definitely watched a lot more stuff and like more inappropriate stuff no you know Um, inappropriate (laughs) and so I was I think like new girl I've rewatched new girl is so inappropriate oh my gosh it's not like not I mean (laughs) (laughs) no I mean just like the things we talk about I guess but um yeah I've like rewatched that multiple times love that show highly recommend 
Gilmore Girls is also a really good one. That was another one that I kind of watched. I think I started watching it in middle school with my mom, and now I've, like, rewatched it a couple times, but that's really good. Um, Never Have I Ever, like you were saying. I recently started watching Community, which I think is really good and funny. It got kind of repetitive after a while, but I was also binge-watching it, so I think I just needed to take a little breather from it. So I'm going to go back to that at some point. Um, And then Dead to Me, I watched season two recently, I already watched season one, but I would recommend that one. It's very, like, it'd be kind of crazy. you got to be on your toes the whole time. So I'd recommend that. Um, yeah, wait, do I have another one? I swear I had another one in my brain. Apparently I left my brain. Yeah, those are my main recommendations, I guess, right now. I don't know. I feel like I've watched a lot of stuff, and then I can't think of it when I have to think yeah. of things to recommend, you know? So. Also, I have just more, I have another recommendation. I'm really mm. big in reality TV. Like, I love reality TV. So, I love Dance Moms. Like, I used to re-watch that show when I was younger. So, definitely go watch that. That is all yeah. the tea. And then, um, I recently, during quarantine, I watched Love Island. Mm-hmm. And I really liked Love Island. I liked the Australian version better. That's just my opinion. A lot of people disagree <laughs> with that. But... I, I, yes, I like shows like that. I just, that made me think of, um, you actually recommended Too Hot to Handle to me, and that was, mm, really yeah, that's, that's really interesting, show. if you guys are looking for, like, a different type of reality TV show, because I feel like it's not normal, you know, um, I would definitely recommend that. Yeah, those, I think, are our main recommendations. Yeah. Okay, so then, moving on to our, like, more deep question segment not just recommendations that was pretty deep i felt old watching so many of those shows when i was that's true we kind of delved into our tv show depths um (laughs) yeah okay so moving into questions um okay so i have a question how important do you think your friend group is when you're growing up like slash like their influence on you yeah i think that's a really interesting question i think for me (laughs) I think for me, my friend group was, like, really important when I was growing up because they were very, especially towards, like, middle school and high school, um, because my parents had, like, I don't know. I think that we all just kind of helped each other build different values and morals than, not saying, like, our parents taught us bad values or morals or anything, <laughs> but they they were great parents, but... um they definitely like I think we were all raised very differently and so it was interesting to kind of like see other people's perspective on things and it definitely made me change perspectives a lot and I think that that's really important and I think that's a big part of growing up too like being able to separate your beliefs from your parents beliefs or like your other family members beliefs yeah um I (laughs) I agree and I feel like I think like we all kind of just help each other like grow and grow up you know mature by like having conversations and honestly like we we went through so many like arguments and just crazy personality things but honestly I like looking back on it I'm like that would not want to go back to that but I feel like it definitely helped us like grow as people to like go through those things and like realize that we were a little cray and now we are hopefully better but um, I also to like go off the argument thing Mm -hmm. I feel like our like friend group I we've talked about our friend group before like we were always con- I don't know why, why not I, did that air quotes? Quotes? Like, I don't know why I did that in air quotes our friend group without air quotes um wow, I not. think 
we were always kind of like the over a little I can't talk today we were always kind of the overachievers like we've always been labeled as like the smart mature kids but I feel like in middle school like I look back and I was like bro I was not mature with the things I was the the things we got in arguments about the places Mm -hmm. we argued we argued in like front of teachers we argued on the bus full of people like we were crazy yeah (laughs) not mature (laughs) for sure I was thinking going along with the influence part, you know, I definitely think like you got like just your personality and stuff like all influenced me in different ways. Like even if I didn't realize it, you know, I just feel like because we all like grew up together and just like spending so much time together. I think we all definitely like different parts of us like influence each other in like good ways a lot of times. I mean, oh. yeah, now I like other than that, Katie no, yes, girl, in she good ways, influenced yeah. me bad ways. Whatever, you're the one who just used air quotes. Um, <laughs> okay, and then I have a second part to that question just because this kind of goes along with it. But do you think having a consistent friend group growing up is a positive or negative thing? Okay, so obviously I, I, <laughs> I just put it in air quotes, so obviously I think it's negative. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> obviously I'm actually over this. Um, I think <laughs> that it can kind of be both, honestly. Like, I feel like... I love that I've had the same friends since elementary school, and I feel like I'm more comfortable with you guys because of that. But mm-hmm. I also feel like maybe it, in a way, it stopped us from socially growing as much. Like, I feel like we're all not as, honestly, I feel like we're not all as good as, like, talking to other people and, like, becoming close and trusting other people as much as each other because we've kind of been there since, like, we can mm-hmm. really remember making real friendships. So, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be interesting to see where we all end up in college and like what friendships and relationships grow in college um yeah so yeah I think it, I think it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing yeah I think I I don't know I feel like for me I feel like having a consistent friend group is positive mainly growing up because it's like you have people to grow alongside with and it's like you have a sense of like security like you always have people to talk to you know even if you're like mm-hmm going through stuff you know and like people you can rely on and it kind of helps to like I feel like it's probably helped me like be able to trust people you know because like I can trust you guys and you're like family now and stuff so it's like yeah but I also think it's good to like have to like as we like grow up to like also make other friends because then it's not like we can only like talk to each other but so like in general I think it's good to like have a consistent friend group and like also be willing to like make friends with other people so I feel like, but I feel like it's mainly, like it's, it is positive in of itself. And, but like, I get to, I do get what you're saying about like socialization and stuff. So I think it's just like also making new friends outside of your friend group, but like, it's generally good to have a consistent friend group. But I don't know. I mean, either way, I think yeah. it's. I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay. So, so since we were talking about like how much friends influenced each other, I have a question. Do you think that there was like a particular? I can't talk today. Oh my god! Particular, a particular time that you remember where you were the most impressionable. Like you think you gained the most of your beliefs or morals or opinions or whatever. I I'm like I don't I don't know that there's like like a pinpoint age you know where like I gained most of my beliefs, but I probably think like this is kind of how I look at it which is not really a helpful answer, but I kind of just see it as, I kind of see it as, like, different phases of growing up, which might sound just, like, 
no doubt. But like, like I think like in elementary school, you know, you're kind of first like learning about like other people and just like kind of realizing like you not everyone like believes the same things as you do and that kind of a thing you know and you're kind of exposed to that and then I feel like I mean it's all just for me I don't know if it's the same for everyone but then like in middle school you're kind of like you start questioning things and like growing Mm -hmm. and comparing and contrasting like what you believe or what you do whatever it is you know just like learning about yourself and about other people and you kind of grow in that way and just kind of like mature because you're definitely not mature in middle school but like I think you grow a lot in middle school moving and then like when you move into high school and then I feel like high school like you are I definitely think you're more impressionable like I think you're the most impressionable in elementary school you're like you're still kind of willing to change your beliefs in middle school and I think high school is where some people can get really stuck in their beliefs you know and it's like the other thing too is I think sometimes you are stuck in your beliefs in middle school, like, in your brain, but then you end up changing yeah, them, you know? Yeah, and I agree like, with that. But then in high school, I think there are some people who kind of just think, like, oh, like, now I, like, know what I believe and, like, aren't willing to grow. So they depend on the person. But, like, I think you can still, like, grow a lot and be open-minded throughout, like, high school and college and honestly, like, your whole life. But as far as, like, impressionableness goes, <laughs> um, I'd probably say, like, I guess elementary school and middle school because it's kind of like when you're doing the most just most like drastic change and you're the most it's more like of a common thing that you're like more open-minded and like able to change your views kind of you know yeah I feel like for me the like different in my brain like different groups of time I Mm -hmm. was always like people were always making impressions on me and like it was changing my beliefs and stuff but I feel like the group that was able to change my beliefs was different like in elementary school I feel like it was mostly my family and then I feel Mm -hmm. like in middle school and even in high school a little bit I feel like it's more my peers or like my teachers that's true and like I feel more comfortable pushing back on my families not that I'm like get away like you're so wrong but you know Mm -hmm. I just I think like Obviously, every teenager is like, I'm my own person. But, like, you're also still really mm-hmm. influenced by people, I feel like, outside your home. That, that's been my personal experience, at least. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that's kind of the same for me. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is kind of similar to that question, but different. <laughs> so I'm going to ask it. How long do you think growing up applies to you? Like, so do you think it's, like, you grow up in your childhood and like then you're kind of done growing up or it's like you grow up your entire life like your entire life is just growing up you know like you're still 30 and you're still growing up you know like what is kind of your mindset on that I think I think everyone's always growing up like I think maybe you don't call it growing up at a certain age but I think everyone's always like experiencing new things and changing as a person and I've always kind of interpreted growing up as changing as a person and experiencing yeah. And and because of growing as a person because of the experiences you've had. So I think that we are always growing up. And I feel like growing up has like a connotation that it has to be like a child doing it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I I don't know. Like you there's definitely adults where people are like, Oh, they need to grow up still or whatever. So I feel like Yeah. I feel like you're always growing up. And I think you yeah, should but... always want to be growing up. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um because I don't know if you have an answer to this, but just because you said, like, 
at a certain age you might not call it growing up like what age do you have an age where you're like usually you don't think like you would consider or you would say that you're growing up or that someone else is growing up you know like do you think there's like an age I don't mark know if there's a specific age but I feel like in my brain it's when you kind of like establish a life for yourself like you're like mm-hmm. you have like a steady job maybe you get married you have kids like something like I feel like no one refers yeah. I've never heard anyone tell my mom like you need to start growing up you know like yeah, so I sure. feel like when you've like established a life. Yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with everything you're saying. I um, I feel like with growing up, like just the idea of like, oh, you're always growing up, you know. Like I agree with that, and I feel like I don't know. This is just what I think, but I kind of feel like more people need to acknowledge that and like be okay with that because I. I, I just think that there's a lot of people who are very like set in their ways and not that it's a bad thing to be like strong in your beliefs or like passionate about what you believe in you know but I do think there's something to be said for like staying open-minded and like accepting that you're always growing and learning you know and like because if you do get to a point where you're like oh I don't have anything else to learn or like I'm growing up just because you have a family or just because you whatever it is that's like a landmark for you you know like I think that can cause a lot of like I don't want to say ignorance, but kind of ignorance, you know, like if you, if you get to a point where you're so close-minded just because you've gotten to a certain point in your life, then I feel like it can be really negative for you and people around you, you know? And it's like, if you're okay with always learning then and growing up, then like, it's better. I also feel like because of like the term growing up and like the idea that kids (laughs) and teens and college kids to a certain extent are are still growing up Mm -hmm. I feel like it sometimes it causes like adults to not be as willing to like learn from them you know like I feel like that's that's kind of what happens with like generational gaps is it's like oh well you're still growing up you haven't experienced the things I've experienced so your opinion is completely like you can't speak to me about this like I'm the superior person with ideas you know and I feel like I feel like that's kind of what yeah. you were saying is like that creates a big problem because then that person's never going to change their beliefs but maybe they should like maybe they need to maybe they need to grow up I'm just, I'm just kidding but yeah um yeah I totally agree with that especially because it's like even if you think that like even I don't know what example to use but just because like I feel like as the generations, like, move forward in the world, right, like, each generation is going to think that they're, like, way more, like, advanced and, like, socially aware and stuff, you know, and then it's, like, when a new generation comes along, you're, like, how could I, like, not be right or how could I not be, like, aware enough or whatever, right, and then it's, like, you don't think that you have room where you need to, like, change or, like, listen to younger people, you know, especially because it's always, like, respect your elders, you know, but... I I think that, like, I mean, even just, like, with our generation, you know, I feel like when we're older, we're probably going to feel like we were a lot more socially aware than ever, like, before. So it's, like, how much more could we get, you know, like, in our, not of, like, as a society as a whole, obviously, but just, like, in of of ourselves, you know? And so I feel like it might be kind of weird for us to have, like, kids and be, like, oh, you're, like, trying to teach us even more, but I, I think that willingness to be open-minded and, like, listen to new people with, like, new beliefs and, like, who are probably more socially aware than you is really helpful, and I was also going to say something about, like, 
have people call like adults grown-ups you know like I that's kind of a term that I feel like goes against the fact that you can still learn and grow you know because it's like oh you are grown up then you have no more growing to do you know so that's kind of a yeah yeah I totally I don't know why I totally forgot like it never crossed my mind that people call adults grown-ups it just crossed like my I mind never, right now. And I was like, wow, that's really smart, Madeline. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, I don't know if I ever called them grown-ups. Like, I don't know if I ever saw an adult and was like, look, it's a grown-up. I like when I was younger, I did. Maybe I was like, I don't know. Maybe I was like, oh, they're having a grown-up party. Like, I feel like that being a thing, you know? Yeah. I remember that yeah. being a thing. I really cannot speak today. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, okay. So you brought up an interesting, like, I feel like we've kind of been talking about, like, generational kind of growing up mm-hmm. and so I have an interesting question because you have younger brothers um do I, <laughs> I I'm pretty <laughs> sure you do um <laughs> do you think that they're kind of like our generation and then they're I guess we're in the same generation but you know like yeah you know what I'm saying do you think our generation and yeah. their generation are like growing up faster or slower than previous generations or even than each other Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, I. I think. Okay, I feel like I kind of have mixed feelings about this, which is maybe not the best answer. But because <laughs> in one respect, I'm like, first off, I haven't lived in another generation, so who knows? You know, like what they actually went through. Whatever, right? And I know, like, a lot of adults are like, oh, you know, like, I had, I already had a job at your age, and, like, I was working so much more and stuff, and, like, I was more independent, whatever, right? And so I think in some respects, like, previous generations have grown up faster in the way that, like, they might have had to have, like, a job sooner, just generally, you know, like, for our parents and stuff, like, my mom has said that before, like, she was working a lot more, you know, and she was, like, in charge of her siblings more, like, that kind of a thing. And I also, I, I also think it depends on the family, but so I think in some ways they grow faster, but I also think our generation has kind of grown up faster because of the new like technology and social media we have, you know, because of like our exposure to, and like pop culture too, really like because of our exposure to like certain TV shows and just like social media from such a young age, you know, I, I think that that kind of makes us grow up faster in a different type of way and I don't really know what way that is but just you know like we're I think we're just more aware of like maybe more aware of like social issues because we see them like more often and also like just we kind of grow up faster in the way that like we want to we want to grow up faster because we see people like I don't know exactly how to say it but just like I think there's specific ways that we like have grown up faster because of like our exposure to social media yeah, and that kind of for thing. sure I, I agree I feel like I think I actually asked my parents this question and we kind of I don't know they always say that they think I feel like when you ask a lot of older generations they say that they think our generation mm-hmm. had to grow up faster because of like exposure to social media and you're exposed to so much at such a young age mm-hmm. and like also I think we kind of talked about this earlier like I think you push back against your parents a little more and, like, don't just take what their views or opinions yeah. are. And so I think in that sense, maybe we grow up yeah. faster. But I think, like, I look at some of the things my parents were doing at my age. Like, like you were saying, like, they had a mm-hmm. job. Like, 
I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they were a lot more comfortable when they left their homes, like being alone, like as an adult. And like, they were completely confident. Yeah. In, and maybe that's, that's just with just how I think my parents grew up and it's not yeah. actually, but I feel like maybe in that sense, mm-hmm. they had to grow up a little faster. Um, yeah. I, sorry, if we going to say something. Okay. I was going to say, I, this just came to my brain, but I don't know if this is actually accurate, but I kind of feel like in my brain, at least like, maybe it's just like my family, but like previous generations kind of like got married faster, which is kind of a thing that might've made them grow faster. You know, like, I feel like they got married a lot younger. Like it was more common to get married at like 18, 19, like really early twenties. And not that it's, never happens or it's like not uncommon but I just feel like that was maybe more of like a normal thing and I feel like if you're getting married that young you kind of have to grow up faster because that's a whole new type of thing so maybe relationship wise we kind of grow up slower and just like be yeah. independent because of I that. think that's true I, I think at least maybe it's because I live like a more privileged life than my parents did when I like growing up but I also think there's, like, so, mm-hmm. for me and my siblings, there's a lot more freedom in what we kind of can do after high school, and so that's kind of why, <laughs> that's kind of why um, we grew up faster in that sense, you know, like, uh, like you were saying with the mm-hmm. marriage things, I feel like there's a lot more people who, like, have aspirations to, like, have their own careers or, like, have done such and such things before they get married so that's why generations get married in mm-hmm. at an older age now I don't know though I'm not really planning on getting married yeah. anytime soon so I couldn't really speak to that yeah I <laughs> I also feel like it's like less kind of common to maybe it's just because like our friend groups or whatever I don't know but I kind of feel like it's less common to like have relationships in high school you know I mean like Definitely a lot of people have relationships in high school, but it's just not, or maybe it's not as serious, yeah, I don't you know? Think people, like, a lot of, there's a lot more yeah. casual relationships I think in high school, kind of. Casual. And there was. So maybe there's more. Like, maybe people just, yeah. like, go around dating everyone. Maybe there's more relationships. Maybe. Maybe we just can't <laughs> relate. <laughs> Once again, we're just the boring no. high schoolers, so we don't really know. Um, yeah. Also, real quick, this just made me think of, have you seen the memes where they're, like, me at 13 and it's like someone who looks really young and then it's like teenagers now who are 13 and it's like a girl who's like a full-grown like 20 year old person I, I honestly feel like that's pretty yes. accurate like I look at middle schoolers now why is like, that accurate I, I hate that like in middle school. okay what's funny though 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 okay what's funny though is that <laughs> I feel like like, we were talking about this in the other episode, but just, like, how we felt, like, you know, like, seniors in high school are just, like, high schoolers, like, seem so old, right? And then, like, we feel like we look un- younger? Younger. <laughs> we cannot talk. Um, and then, like, and then it's, like, the different with the middle schoolers. I don't even know what, you know, it's just, like, weird. The different age look. Maybe stuff, we I just, just can't think keep up. everyone else looks older. Like, maybe it's just an us thing. Like, I feel like that could be. Honestly, five-year-olds look older struggle. Alrighty then. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) moving on. Do you have another question or a final question? Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. My final question is what's the biggest life lesson you've learned while growing up or about growing up? Okay. I, I don't know that I can say I've learned this yet or successfully put it into practice, (laughs) but I think Uh one thing I hope I can continue to grow up with and like can be a really important, you know, be one of my traits is to like, kind of like we were talking about earlier, like, be open to the idea that you can always change, you know, like, I always, I I hope I'm able to always, like, respect other people's opinions and views, and not get so stuck in my, like, I want to be able to have views that I feel very strongly about, Mm -hmm. but I also want to be able to listen to other people, and so I think, I think that's really important, and also to realize that no one's as grown up as they think they are, you know, like, don't back down just because someone's Mm -hmm. older than you, or they're your elder or something, like, you do yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you do oh. you, boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so I realized this, the question, like, I'm the one who wrote this question, and I did not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I realized I asked what's the biggest life lesson, I kind of wrote more than one. I'm just going to read them anyways. And just kind of like what you said, like, this is just something that I feel like I've learned, but not necessarily, like, actually <laughs> used yeah. in my life. But, like, like I hope to use it in my life because I feel like I've learned it. And just from, you know, other people, too. But, okay. So, number one, just, like, do things for yourself and, like, be yourself. Because, I don't know, there's just so many times that, I mean, I've learned this, like, through my own experiences, but also just from, like, other people, you know. Because I feel like there's so many times that... And I think everyone does this too, like just growing up when you do things because someone else is doing it or because someone else wants you to do it or you feel like you need to be a certain way to like fit into a group, you know, and I think it's just like a big thing to do things for yourself because you want to and also just like always stay true to yourself as cheesy as that sounds, you know, because you're at the end of the day, like you're the only one who's going to be able to make you happy. So yeah, you got to do that. And then... um I my second one was kind of the same as yours which is just like be open-minded and like nobody gets anywhere who isn't open to learning and growing you know because if you're if you're just like closed-minded like you just there's nowhere to go from there then you're just stuck you're gonna plateau maybe go downhill and it's like that's not doing you any good so yeah um okay so before we as we near our end before we end I found this website with like um the it was like 20 things nobody tells you about growing up and I just like wrote down my favorite ones so I kind of want to do like a rapid fire type thing like I'll read them and we kind of both like say what we think about them I guess so this is from medium.com and like I said the article called 20 things nobody tells you about growing up and these were some of my favorites that I wrote down so the first one is most people don't do what they love so this was, I thought was an interesting one because I do think that's really true, you know, and it's, it, it went on to, it like had the main title that I wrote down, you know, and it went on to like explain it and like how you can use it to your benefit, you know? And I, I think that's like an important one to think about, you know, because I, it is very true, I think. And just like, you know, it's kind of something to want to not fall into that category. Like I want to do something that I love and recognizing that most people don't is like, not something that you maybe think about like as when you're younger but it's like something to learn and try and grow from you know I don't know 
a big part of in my brain what growing up is is like this is gonna sound so sad but is like mm-hmm. at a certain point kind of having to let go of what your like big dream in life was at times you know like like for me it'd be like yeah the point where I'd let go of acting and be like okay I need to I need to get a practical job like that would be like a really like grown-up moment where I was like I can't live like like I can't just keep pretending something's gonna happen you know I need to yeah get a grown-up job quote-unquote kind of thing mm-hmm. so I think that's yeah an and I think one. yeah I I have like mixed feelings about it because I do feel like it's really true and it's something that you like need to know and like learn and that people don't really talk about you know because it's like you want to put on this like front of being happy but it's also something to like strive to do the opposite of even if it isn't the memo I don't know the status quo there you go okay second one people talk more than they listen you can go first Uh, that's just big facts that's all I have to say about that one like we were talking about this earlier actually yeah we were talking about how like I don't know if I've ever really met someone who is like just like listens because honestly I don't think that's helpful like I don't want someone who's just gonna like sit Mm -hmm. there like a wall and not say anything so I don't know I think I don't know I think I think that it's it's a hard balance to find and that's why a lot of people kind of fail at it. But yeah, people definitely I think that's definitely true. I do that, to be honest, guys. Let's be real honest yeah. right now. <laughs> Matt yeah, and said, I think yes, you do do that. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant, yeah, for. Um, but it also was saying how like this like the author was like, I think it's the most ridiculous thing just seeing two people talking at each other and like you're just you can tell they're just like thinking of like what they're going to say next and not actually listening Mm. which we've talked about doing sometimes too and I think that's something that's definitely true and something that like everyone can work on you know and it's like you you have just have to find that balance between listening and talking you know and actually like hearing what the other person has to say rather than just like having your points ready even though it's hard sometimes you know and you can't always do it but just being open-minded listening to other people yeah okay creativity takes practice is the next one and I thought that was interesting because it it kind of is like relevant in the this book I read by Brene Brown um and basically like it just says like you know everyone preaches like the importance of creativity and how great it is and like how you can't be happy about creativity but when you actually sit down and like think about it like you have to put an effort in to have like be creative in your life and practice like actually putting creativity into practice and like finding areas in your life where you can be creative you know because if you if you never take the time to think about that then you can end up at like a nine to five office job like not actually liking your work and then you are never creative you know and it's like you need to find a way to have a creative outlet you know I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that makes sense. But I'll be honest, when I first heard, like, creativity takes, what was it, practice? Yeah. So I think, I think my my initial thought was, like, that's, no, like, what? Because, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like Mm -hmm. you hear so often, like, someone's creative, like, I am not, like, an artsy creative type of person. And some people just naturally are. Like, creativity definitely just comes naturally in some people's mindset and how they're wired. And for me, I've never mm-hmm. been one of those people. So I feel like it kind of, I, I definitely get what, what you're saying, where like you need to try in your life to have a mm-hmm. creative outlet. But I feel like in of itself, the statement initially, I thought like some people don't need to practice. Some people, that's just how they are. 
that's just how I think creatively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's kind of counterintuitive when you first hear it, but I do think you have to make an effort to, like, have creativity in your life a lot of times. Okay, so the next one is, quote-unquote, success is a relative term. Like, you define your own success, which I think is really an important one because, you know, people say, like, strive for success and, like, you want to be successful. Like, that's your goal in life. But it's, like, success doesn't one mean one thing. Like, to some people, that can mean you make a lot of money. To some people, that means you're doing what makes you happy or you accomplished your goal. Like, whatever it is, you know, so you have to kind of decide what that is for yourself and just strive to achieve that for yourself and not base your idea of success on what somebody else thinks success should be you know um yeah no I I you? pretty much just agree with what you said I think that um I think kind of the other side of what you said because I do agree but I think a lot of times we're influenced kind of like we were talking about by people around us and that's why a lot of people have like like money mm-hmm. success in a lot of people's minds because I feel like we're kind of taught to think that yeah. and then everyone ends up thinking that and it just kind of continues so I think you're definitely influenced in what you think success is but Ultimately, it should success is determined by what you think. Yeah. Um, okay. So then the next one is there's only a couple left. The next one is the only person you have to face in the morning is yourself. So like you should do what makes you happy because people pleasing won't. I think, go. Okay. You. This is something I have a very hard time deciding. Like this is like a battle in my brain. I think that it's true. I think mm-hmm. you should do what makes you happy. But I think you also have to like deal with people, you know, like I think that's a big part of growing up is learning how to deal with Mm -hmm. people of all different kinds, whether you like them or not. And so I think in certain situations, Mm -hmm. you can't just do what you want to do. Like you definitely have to be willing to kind of be what the other person needs you to be in that moment. So I think I, Mm -hmm. I mostly agree with that, but I think there's definitely circumstances where that's not true. Yeah. I think the big thing is just finding a, balance between you know being a good person and like getting along with people and like being happy in yourself and like doing things for you you know because it's like at the end of the day you do need to do things for you but you also have to learn to get along with people and I don't think but I don't think it's the same thing as like people pleasing you know like you don't have to do everything for other people but just the idea of like you kind of have to mash the two together yeah you know okay Potential is directly correlated to how well you know yourself. Do you want to go first for that? Potential is directly correlated. Okay. I think this is another one where I'm kind of mixed. I think that other people have the ability to show you your potential and give you opportunities to showcase that potential. And then you can see it for yourself. But I think that to a certain extent, you have to see that you have some sort of potential in order to to succeed in something and in order to like strive to have that something yeah yeah I I do think it is important though to like like you don't know you don't have any potential if you don't know yourself or like what you have potential in you know like that's I think they are like interlacing concepts okay you this is just one I have to say this one because I'm curious what you think. So he said that you hear the screaming. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, they, it says you are a reflection of the five people you spend the most time with, which 
I'm curious if you agree with that. I'm like, trying to think of the five people I spend the most time with. That's what I was trying to do. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I guess in quarantine, I don't know. It was saying you can like. I guess you kind of absorb everyone. You yeah, know? I guess like, I ag- I agree with that. I I I because like, how else are you supposed to become a person or or kind of develop? Yeah. Without being influenced by the people around you. And if they're the people you spend the most time with, like, I think inevitably, even if you don't want it to be true, you end up being more like those people than you realize. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes along with what we were saying about how you start saying vibes and bro a lot because we talk a lot. So that's definitely, like, reflecting. (laughs) Um, Okay. Last one, I swear. (laughs) Your purpose is to be you, is what it says. And I think that that just kind of goes along with what we've kind of talked about before. Just, you know, your purpose is to be the best version of you and not, like, anyone else's best version. And it's just, like, it's the same thing that we say over and over and everyone says over and over. And maybe it's repetitive. But I think that is a big thing. Like, your purpose is to be the best version of you, like, just to be yourself. Like, your purpose in life is not to become somebody else, you know, or become what somebody else wants you to be do you have anything to add to um that I I think that's true but I also think I don't know I think fr- the, like the phrasing of that kind of bothered me because I feel like it makes it like almost selfish in a way like it's like everyone should be kind of out to themselves and like everyone's life is only about like the person they are like mm-hmm. I think it should be very important to people like the impact they leave maybe not on the world like not, not everyone yeah. can make an yeah. impact on the world um or the country mm-hmm. or the state or the city whatever you know like but I think trying to make a good impact in the people's lives you care about um and beyond that if you want to is really important and you should definitely do that through being yourself but kind of like what we were talking about earlier like you need to be flexible within within that in a way yeah yeah 100% and I think how I took it was just I, I do see what you're saying but how I took it was just like you like, your goal is just to be the best version of you and, like, encompassing in that, like, how you impact the world and stuff, but not just, like, I just think it's, like, the idea of, like, you aren't, like, your job is not to be anyone else, but you are to, like, strive to be anyone else, you know, because, like, you just need to be you and do whatever that means. You do you, boo. That's our phrase, as that said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well... That was the last one. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, we definitely talked about a bunch of growing up stuff. <laughs> Hopefully you want to listen to the songs or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed. If you're not following the Instagram already, gotta plug that again. It's at since underscore second underscore grade. And that way you, can, you guys can like Im- give your input if we ever ask for input or whatever that may be I cannot or and you can also be notified when we have new episodes because we post um which is very important very important obviously you know right away right this don't be some fake snake (laughs) yes yeah so thank you guys for listening again and we will see you next week or as katie would say it you will listen to us 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 next week (laughs) it's madeline and katie Signing off.